You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. And now for your hosts, Nick Messer and Ben Miller. Hi, welcome back to the Fitness Lounge. I'm your host, Nick Messer. And Ben Miller. And today we are going to be talking about seven things you should do after your workout to get maximum results. If this is the first time you are tuning in with us, make sure that you go ahead and press pause real quick. Go ahead and slide over and hit that subscribe button so you can get all of the previous episodes as well as all upcoming episodes. We release two episodes a week with a special third one from time to time. And we do like to build on the information we've already gotten uh, out there. So we'll continue to grow and uh, build on what we've putting out today as well. Also, go ahead and follow us on our Instagram page and our YouTube page. We have exclusive content on both of those pages that, again, help to complement and build on this that we can't put inside the podcast itself. Our Instagram page is Fitness Lounge Podcast, and then you can just search for The Fitness Lounge Podcast on YouTube, and our page will pull up. So we have something new we're doing. It's called the Faithful Followers Club, and uh, these will be our first additions to the club. It'll be at Angie Bell Ag, at Angels45810, at... I, I, I'm going to butcher some of these. Achi underscore Lamont 23 at Michelle underscore Genesis underscore fitness at Dr. Muscle Mom at Christina Conley at Andrew Farabi and at Erica Lens 3. And what we need you guys to do is is go on. It's on our you can go on our Instagram page, right? Yep. Go on our Instagram page and then take a s- screenshot of your favorite episode and then Go ahead and post it to your story or your Instagram page and then tag us in it and uh, we'll get you to this Faithful Followers Club. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out on an upcoming episode after that yep. so that people can go and follow you as well. And, you know, this is our way of saying thank you for following us through our journey and allowing us to continue to do this. So For sure. All right, so let's dive in. Seven things that you should do after your workout to get maximum results. The first one is if you are doing any type of resistance training, it's a good idea to finish off with some light cardio at the very least. Now, we're not talking about going in and doing necessarily a 15 minutes hit training. We're literally talking even just five to 10 minutes of a light walk or elliptical or something just to allow your body to continue to let the blood flow through and really loosen up the muscles that have just been real tense. The last thing you want to do is, you know, leave the gym really tense, go sit in your car, sit in traffic, sit in your day job or go, you know, lay down on the couch. You're going to find that that soreness will come on a lot quicker than if you do even just a little bit of light cardio after that. You probably feel more sore too. Oh yeah. Um, And we've talked about that in several episodes about the, and it's got a lot of benefits for doing that light cardio or a little bit of cardio after resistance training. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there's, you, we just actually did an episode just a few yeah. episodes ago, just yeah. talking about all the benefits that you can get from cardio as it, as it pertains to resistance training. Now, let's say your your session wasn't a resistance training session, right? Let's say it was predominantly cardio. Well, in that case, you probably don't necessarily need to finish off with light right. cardio. Um, now, if it's a 
not a bodybuilder type resistance training, but mm -hmm. maybe it's a CrossFit type resistance training, I'd still recommend doing light cardio, even though yeah. those tend oh, yeah. to be cardio intensive in and of themselves. The light cardio now takes the stress off the body and it allows for a little bit more blood flow to continue to go through into what, those What muscles. would be some good examples of light cardio? Maybe just a, a walk on the treadmill? Yeah, uh, walk on the I mean, and if you don't have a treadmill, maybe a walk around the neighborhood, walk yeah. the dog. If, if you're, especially if you're doing like home training for the, well, those yeah, who have yeah. home gyms, yep. um, walk the dog dog you know walk the kids do mm -hmm. something don't put them on a leash but still yeah um so <laughs> well some people put their kids on a leash <laughs> i know you've seen that before yeah well, some people need to <laughs> yeah and some duct tape and you know some other things <laughs> a muzzle so, you know that that would be my recommendation i mean or you know like for for like the um the big corporate gyms like where we're at mm -hmm. uh you know doing even the row machine yeah, well, you got meters. all kinds of choices there. Yeah, you do. So, it, again, it, and when I refer to the light cardio, it's not in the same sense that we've been talking about, which is predominantly focusing around the heart, although that's a part mm -hmm. of it. I'm talking more about just like literally letting your muscles relax and swing a little bit. Yeah. You know, yep. which is why when I think of light cardio after the fact, I usually think of, you know, uh, treadmill or Stairmaster. Five, ten minutes doesn't have to be very much. Five, ten minutes at a 12 incline at. The pace of a the speed <laughs> yeah. of 14. Yeah, I'm just crushing it. <laughs> yeah, just without any rest or break. After a heavy leg day? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that if you're, if you're feeling up to it and you have the time and want to do 15 or 20 minutes, I'm not saying you need to cut it short. I'm just saying that if you've got the time and all you yeah. have is 5 or 10 minutes, there's going to be some benefits that will Absolutely. help to continue to build on what you just put in. Um, another thing uh, is stretching. You know, you got static stretching and a few other things you can do as well with that is foam rolling. Mm -hmm. um, Hypervolt, if you have access to it, and those uh, peanut balls, like a lacrosse ball, or they have various sizes you can use it. You know, definitely those are great. I love doing those after leg workouts to kind of sit on it with your glute or put your hamstring on it, put pressure. Oh on yeah, it. I just learned those how to great. do that from the from the hamstring perspective. That's what actually Jay did that to me last week. That's he has that bigger ball, but, uh -huh. and that was actually worse than the lacrosse ball I thought. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's not as acute, but it hits a wider area. Oh my gosh, for sure. it's horrible. You know, and and you can do dynamic stretching, but the really the reason we we mentioned static stretching mm -hmm. specifically here is you want to really re-lengthen, especially if you've done resistance training, re-lengthen those muscle fibers right. and not just do it lengthen, contract, lengthen, contract. It's lengthen and hold that yep. that ex extension. So um, the foam rolling is fantastic. A lot of pressure. Uh, I personally own uh, one of the trigger point ones with those gnarly little teeth. Yeah, little knobs on it, right? Well, no, no, yeah. no. It's bigger than like the one that uh, – well, the one, has, yeah, that, the green one that's got the... Yeah, no, this one has like oh, really? half-inch teeth what, in like it. Spikes on it or yeah, something? Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, oh, that's going to be perfect. I bought it and I'm sitting there, oh. But it does, I'll tell yeah. you, because it gets in deep. And when, you know, if... If you're not, if you don't have necessarily a ton of muscle or really large muscles like quads and lats and things mm -hmm. like that, you know, basic foam rolling is going to get the job done. For me, because especially in my legs of how big they've gotten, I need something that can dig in past just what my body weight can get. So those teeth actually add for you know additional oomph, if you yeah. will. Yep. Um, it, probably a little bit more than I want sometimes, but it sounds like it. But the interesting thing is, really, when you get into it, you don't notice it. It, it's it's really weird. You yeah. think that oh my gosh, this is gonna feel like knives? No, it really doesn't. Well, so I, I I can see that at the end of your workout doing. It. I bet if you did it before though, you probably feel it more. Yeah, you, you, you would. Know. Yeah, because you're you're, you know, a, you're, a little, you're more in of a colder muscle state. You're not warmed up yet. Nothing's and loose they're not and, filled with fluids. The yeah, fluids help yeah. to kind of alleviate yep. some of the, <laughs> the pressure yeah. and impact on it's it. Worse before. So I like personally. I do like the hypervolt. I love that thing. Yeah, that thing's awesome. It probably hands down. 
from a tangible, something I can actually hold in my hand, mm -hmm. it is probably the best investment I've made oh, in yeah. my fitness career. Um, when they first got it over, I, I, when I heard they were bringing it in that day that they got, they delivered it. I was right there waiting for it. <laughs> oh yeah, those things are fantastic. I I got to be quite frank. I was really surprised that their price point was better than the ones on Amazon. You really I was too. Think yeah. That. So that was actually mm -hmm. pretty cool. So anyone who is a member at Twenty Four Hour Fitness and you're thinking about getting one, as far as I'm aware, right now at this recording, yes, their better price point to go get them. Um, I actually had the peanuts. I do have the peanuts. I, I use those, yeah. especially on my spine. Um, and the lacrosse ball, I have one of those softer foam trigger points. They're not quite as solid as the lacrosse ball. Right. And my wife uses that every morning on her feet because she wears heels to work. And so now she does that to help alleviate the back pain. And you can use that pretty much anywhere, chest, shoulders. Right. Those are fantastic. The, the way, by, by the way, the way you would use specifically in foam rolling and lacrosse balls and peanuts or anything that's going to be, you know, real acupressure on that, you find the, the spot that's real tender, not painful. Right. If we're talking mm -hmm. pain, that's, you know, that's different. And it may, and don't confuse the two because tender can feel slightly painful, but we're talking like broken bone pain versus, you and know, it, just someone. It doesn't sound like a difference, but it is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And so when you find that tender spot, you, you put the pressure on it and you hold it. All right. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between what the hypervolt does. Cause the hypervolt is like a jackhammer that's supposed to help break it up. But mm -hmm. the pressure on the muscle fibers itself, when you hold it will help to, it, it releases it. Yes. Eventually it releases and it yep. says, okay, fine. I give up. And that's what you want to do. So when you find it, sit there and hold it with the foam rolling, I found this technique. Jay started working with this on me. I used to just like for my legs, I would just roll up and down on it. So I'd go hip to knee, hip to yeah. knee, hip to knee. Now I go kind of, hip towards the knee and when i find a spot now i roll it. out to in mm -hmm. along that and then you go, hold it there too for a little bit oh yeah yep. and it, now again i've gotten to a point where i need someone else to really push down like my own body weight's not enough there's no way i can hit that at a tough enough angle well it's hard to do that by yourself with when you're doing your legs whether you're doing your hamstring or quads but uh, definitely when you're doing your glutes though you got enough weight on that thing to at least i do i yeah. know depending on what it <laughs> You know, so you the sit, undersides, the underside glutes, yeah, so the when deeper you sit, muscles are Yeah, you sit on it and you take, you know, your right leg and cross it over your left leg and then you kind of lean to that side. It'll really dig into that glute. Yeah, if, and that's the thing. So if you, uh, if you, whatever knee or whatever leg you have bent, you want to sit on that Correct. particular glute Correct. to put that pressure on there. A uh, little bit of technique there for you guys. Uh, one other thing that Jay did with me that kind of goes hand in hand with foam rolling, but it was completely unique, was I was having trouble with my quads and the mm -hmm. foam rolling just wasn't working enough. So he did something, and I don't necessarily recommend this for everyone, but if you're having trouble with foam rolling and it's not really working, especially on your quads, this is probably the only place you could do this. He took one of the 45-pound barbell. Yep, I've seen him do that. And laid it on the ground and then took one and in it. and set it and rolled yep. it. And so it's a more acute area because well, it's a and, smaller and diameter. With him doing that, he, he applies pressure from himself. Like he's pushing on it. Ask him. He told yeah. he's like he's like, No, I wasn't applying any pressure. Yeah, I was he's almost lying. crying. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not putting anything on. I was like, Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. So those, those peanuts you're talking about, it looks it looks like a peanut. Is yours the blue? I, well, I have a black and a red one just yeah. because of the brand, but I'm, yeah. And this is not off subject, but it's on subject. I, I'm real immature because I grab it at the gym. Tracy's got the I blue one. I know where you're going with this. And I'd always walk around and say, look at my blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
I had, to, I had to say that. Get one that's black and one that's blue and say, my balls are black and blue. <laughs> Who was that? Fez? That was Fez on se- that 70s show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, the, the peanuts are great, especially for, like, rolling up and down the spine because it hits both sides evenly, whereas the lacrosse ball, you can only hit one area. Well, you don't want that thing to go right up the middle on your exactly. spine. Exactly. That's, that's no good. So, uh, and the, I mean, I double down and use the peanuts on – on my feet, I'll mm-hmm. just roll on one side of the ball yeah. as opposed to both sides. Uh, so that way it kind of doubles down so I don't have to go buy a new lacrosse well, It's ball. also good for your uh, shoulder if you take it and put put it on your shoulder. And your shoulder against the wall. Yeah, and lean up against or, the wall. It's or great. actually probably the best thing. You're kind of hitting it in two spots. Laying on the ground would give you more pressure if you – If you can handle it. Yeah, yeah, if you can handle it. So, And that is that is really all – the beautiful thing about these is that you can adjust how much you can handle. So it's entirely up to you. Right. It's not like one setting fits all. So the next thing it would seem kind of obvious, but I can't tell you how many times I've had to have this conversation with people and how many times people just miss this one. You got to drink plenty of water. Mm-hmm. You've got to drink plenty of water, especially if you are in the gym sweating. It, 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 that's all water weight that's coming out. Yeah, that goes hand in hand with before and now that we're talking about after as well. Yeah, that's that's the only I mean, time you should not be drinking water is when you're sleeping. Right. <laughs> like it should it should be a constant. And how much water? At least for a grown adult, at least half a gallon, at least half yeah, a gallon. I agree. The, yep. a, a, a gallon is more of an average for an average size person. For someone like us, well, you're being just slightly shorter than right. me, you know. But I prefer vertically challenged, <laughs> gravitationally enforced. <laughs> for some reason, gravity pulls me down more than others. So, but I mean, body size does play into it. How literally how much mass are you carrying around? So the bigger you are, the more water you need. Yes. You know, you look at, you know, guy, big old bodybuilders, your, your Phil Heath, your, your um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's and Ronnie Coleman's two gallons a day. Yeah, you even, know, and that's not I'd even, even argue prep maybe season. more. Yeah. yeah. During, during prep season, they're probably pushing three or four mm-hmm. or so. So, um, so now we're talking about, Post-workout shakes, power shakes, uh, you know, this is something where you want protein, creatine, glutamine, leucine, and omega-3s. Now, you don't have to have all of those in there. My personal opinion and recommendation would be at least those first three, mm-hmm. protein, creatine, and glutamine, especially glutamine because that helps with recovery. Yes, and creatine helps, you know, restoring. Getting the water back through. And yeah, and the reason I put the omega-3s in there as part of the list uh, I use liquid omega threes, and it just makes. Oh, it's easy to drop it in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just it just makes sense for me to do that. If you're taking omega threes in a pill form, just take them whenever. It's not a right. big deal. I put those in there because I personally use that, and so if you're one of those who is using those and ha- trying to have and are having a hard time finding when mm-hmm. do I take this? You know, I don't want to just drink because it's oily, right? Yeah. This is a great opportunity to just throw those in there. Um, especially since your body and your cells are primed to be receiving nutrients and stuff. If, and I'll go back piggybacking on the previous episodes that we had in regards to supplement. If you do not have omega threes in your supplement stash, you are missing a big boat there because your body, your cells are not going to uh, be able to absorb everything you're putting in because your cells are probably not soft enough to be spongy and absorb it. Mm -hmm. Unless of course you're eating plenty of, you know, meats that have the omega threes, but not everyone is just because again, Diets on a busy schedule are usually sparse. So uh, now the next one kind of goes hand in hand. We're going to kind of piggyback off that, which is to reload on carbs. For sure. So 
Can you put carbs in your shake? Absolutely. Can you use carbolin? Absolutely. Can you use dextrose? Absolutely. We're not saying don't put those in. In fact, the optimal time. That's when you should. Yeah, especially if you have done resistance training. And even if you've done, if you're doing marathon training, I mean, you just burn through a bunch of those yep. reloading. Now, the types of carbs that you would reload if you are prepping and, you know, getting ready like days before a marathon is vastly different than what you're doing days oh, before sure. a bodybuilding show. But in what we would consider kind of the off season when you're just training and tr to train, your body still needs those things. Mm -hmm. um, so whereas it, whereas you know s some fitness people would probably shy away from pastas yeah. and go more towards potatoes and quinoa and brown rice, you know long distance runners are definitely going to say I am going to load up on pasta. Yep. You know, so there's, we're not saying one works better than the other, but knowing which one's going to work best for you, go back and listen to our carbs episode. Right. I was going to say that you can remember you talked about the insulin spike that you want to have mm -hmm. afterwards. And I was going to throw something else in there. When I was talking to Dr. Mike, when he actually, my last show, I was going to, or when I was going to do Europa a year and a half ago, he made my diet for me. And he said the for what I was doing for me, because it might be different for other people, is that. Uh, white rice right after your workout mm -hmm. with with a protein you know whether it's chicken ground turkey or a protein shake for that mm -hmm. matter but he, he recommended white rice after because it's a high glycemic exactly. index yep. carb as opposed to a brown rice which is slow so the point right. is there is and again i promise you guys i, I am not intentional or sorry i'm not unintentionally delaying this episode i am intentionally delaying this episode uh on carb backloading for a very specific reason. Yeah. I want to get it right for you guys. And I'm ideally trying to get the author of the diet on the show. That'd be cool. So I, I promise you, I'd, I'd love to hear yeah, that. I'm not just hanging a carrot out in front of you guys. I promise. And I want to hang a Krispy Kreme donut. Out <laughs> so remind me to tell you a story about that at the end of the episode okay. about the donut, since we're talking about high glycemic carbs and anyways, but the, the reason is, is that when you do resistance training specifically, resistance training and not cardio resistance. And so this is nothing against CrossFit by any means, but the type of lifting that they do is usually more, you know, it is heavier weights, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, lots of reps tied back into something else. We're talking where you are, you know, hypertrophic training, muscle growth, yep. not necessarily strength and endurance. There's a window of opportunity that your muscle cells are more receptive to intaking carbs than your fat cells are. And right. at, the t at that time, your fat cells basically become turned off to receiving those. So when you get these high glycemic index carbs immediately afterwards, your muscle cells are able to take full advantage of those and leave your fat cells out in the dark. Whereas if you take a low glycemic index, a very slow digesting carb, there's a possibility that by the time your fat cells have turned back on and are receiving, there's still carbs floating around and then it feeds the fat cells, which causes them to grow and so on and so forth. Right. So that's, that's the reason why we say you, that is a great time to throw in a fast digesting carb powder, a fast digesting carb. And I'm not necessarily saying go get junk carbs, but that's part of the basis around how carb backloading mm -hmm. can work. So yeah, hey, if you're gonna say, you know what, I'm gonna have a quote unquote cheat meal and my cheat <laughs> meal is going to be donuts or a pizza, do it after your workout. right after your yes. workout. Like just go hit it and cram it within 30 minutes. Actually during my during my prep when I was allowed to have cheat meals, I was always given my cheat meal the 
on the uh, my my it was a, it was always my meal after my leg day or whatever my leg workout yeah. was. That was always when the I most was intense yeah. workout, absolutely, yep. because those when you're doing a, especially when you're doing a leg day and not a quad day or like when you're not yeah, it's not broken up. Yeah, then you I mean you think you're literally hitting the entire lower half of your body, mm-hmm. some of the very large muscles, so it's a, able to absorb what gets mm-hmm. thrown in. Absolutely. So the next thing on our list is one of my favorites that I love to do is ice or Epsom salt bath. Uh, not so much ice. I've tried that before. I, I hate it because I hate cold water. But that Epsom salt bath, especially nice and hot. Oh, my gosh. That, I love that. Interesting. You know, I would not peg you as an Epsom salt bather or just a bather in general. Yeah, I don't really, Maybe it's the Well, military. once a week, right? <laughs> well, that, you, no, no. Shower. I'm talking about bath. Oh, okay. Not, I sorry. Like, I should say When you say bather, bather I'm thinking bather. like, well, I mean, every Saturday <laughs> night, man, I do it. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I ration them out. <laughs> no, a bather. I'm sorry. And I've tried these too. And I, cause you, you do want to take a hot mm-hmm. or really warm yeah. Epsom salt bath because you want your pores to open up. You want your, your muscles to relax. And it feels good. It does. Now I've done ice baths in high school. Yeah. When we Now some of it was for injury recovery and whatnot. It was not like we all hit the weights and then 35 of mm-hmm. us hopped into an ice bath together. But it's, that would be it's a that'd be a pool, well, a nice pool. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a big pool of ice. I can't tell you some of the things that just went through my mind. So, Got to keep it G rated. So, um, but ice baths are really good, and those are more for resi- high, heavy, intense resistance mm-hmm. training, and not even the resistance training that you and I usually do. I'm talking that ten by fifty. Um, yeah, leg, leg press, press day. Yeah, that's yeah. when you go, and you, and that's mainly to keep inflammation down. Right. For the vast majority of us, the Epsom salt is going to help with releasing, you know, chemicals and things out of our muscles. Mm-hmm. The inflammation is not going to be something that's on the vast majority of our mind. Right. You're literally talking about um, heavy, intense bodybuilding or strength type training. Yep. Um, so to to really utilize that. All right, the very last one on the list is also another obvious one that I think <laughs> is just, and it comes full circle because, again, we did the, the episode before, which is what are the things you should do before right. your workout, and it started with? Sleep. So what do you think this one's going to end with? Sleep. Get plenty of sleep. And I say this speaking and pointing the finger right at myself because, you know, in my personal life, because I have a tendency to snore, and my wife needs to get to work early, and she's out there crushing it. Uh, there are more than half of the week I'm probably sleeping on a, like on the couch as opposed to sleeping in the bed. <laughs> yeah. And so what happens is, and we literally just got a brand new couch, as you saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mainly because of that reason. The couch I had before was a recliner, <laughs> so it's like this bumpy, metally, it just felt bad. Yeah. So I wouldn't get what good sleep, and so I'd take a nap in the afternoon. Well, there you as we talked about it with the REM sleep in you know the previous episode, you need consistent sleep. Mm-hmm. So I point the finger as much to me as I do anyone else out there. I'm taking full accountability to this. Oh, well, I had this happen to me last night because my uh, wife took my oldest to practice. So I keep the twins, the five-year-olds. And uh, when she, when I keep them, I, you know, I try because I got to get up at one or two in the morning. So I'll put them to bed. They'll lay in the bed with me at, when I try to get them in at seven. And for the two hours I was in bed with them before my wife got home, Tinley, she's just coughing up away right in my ear because that's where her head's at. And I'm like, what the heck? I didn't sure. get much sleep last the lo- night. The love of the father for the daughter. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right in my ear, and you feel the, the breath hit my face. I'm like, why? 
Why? <laughs> Take one of these these wind uh, these wind stops that we have and just put it next yeah, to do something. The pop shields. And then Tracy gets home. She says, "Well, why don't you take her up to bed?" I was like, "Well, I'm, I'm you know, because I would doze off and then she would cough and wake me up, and I just I just didn't feel like getting up. You know, I was just gonna deal with it." All right. So the donut story. I promised I would tell you. Yeah. So we go to eat dinner the other night with uh, with my dad out in Fort Worth mm-hmm. uh, at a place called La Familia, and. Um, we're sitting there talking and he's, you know, growing up, he was the one that we always looked at was like, you're kind of crazy, not like crazy, crazy, but crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, second shooter, JFK, we didn't go to the moon. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it, ironically, as I've gotten older, I'm like, he's actually more sane than some of the rest of us. So <laughs> anyways, but we're sitting there talking and he's not on the gluten train as mm-hmm. far as like just whatever that's for you know sissies and blah 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 blah. yeah blah. so and we ordered a soup there and it had like some noodles in it and i was sitting there eating and it had the the shell noodles mm-hmm. so i just wasn't thinking because it was a bean soup and after i like had in those noodles right exactly yeah. so i wasn't thinking and i have like half this bowl and i look down i'm like oh Uh-oh. crap you, you set yourself me. back three weeks yeah i was like you gotta <laughs> be kidding me so we're sitting there talking about it and he's giving me heck and whatever and so i just kind of brush it off well Three doors down from this La Familia is Hertz Donut, mm. which is mm-hmm. the only, as far as I'm aware, the only 24-hour donut they location around here. They've got gluten-free donuts, um, and they deliver donuts. Mm. I don't know if you know this. They have like I a didn't gl- know that. They no. have a delivery truck. Well, they'll kidding. go out to the outskirts of the DFWs for really? like a day, and they'll deliver donuts to people. Wow. Really cool, yeah. So it's a, it's a little plug for Hertz Donuts. They're not sponsoring us, but they're, yeah. they have fantastic donuts. Yes, but they, they do. do gluten. It's gluten-free-ish because there's other flour in the air, so they can't call it full-blown gluten-free. But the mix they use is. Right. And there's just, you know, there might be some on the other table that's not. Well, that goes back to what we talked about before with the cross-contamination, you know. That exactly. Little flour might fly over and get into it. Exactly. So yeah. that's why they call it gluten-free-ish. Ish, and I'm yeah. okay with the ish. That's fine. My body can handle that. It's like if I just go all out like I did in the Dominican. Mm-hmm. So we, we walk over and he's he's still giving me heck. These people walk by, and he's like, "Yeah, we got to get some gluten free donuts for this sissy." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, thanks." So we go in there. I show my wife because she hadn't been in there, and it's oh, really? it's like a donut circus when oh, you yeah. walk in. I mean, their yeah. cinnamon buns are bigger than our heads. It's crazy. So he ends up getting he, he ends up getting one. And taking it home, I actually got like two and take them home. And like of the, the gluten free? No, 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 just, oh, just the regular. Just regular. Okay. Oh yeah, right. they, they they didn't have it because they only put them out on like Mondays. Oh, okay, um, and so it was Saturday, uh, so they didn't have any. Otherwise, I would have bought like a boatload. But they're you know they're four bucks a pop for yeah, the gluten free ish yeah. ones. I'm like that's you know they taste good, but add up fast. Well, especially when I'm used to you know popping like half a dozen. Twenty. Well, damn, that's a twenty. <laughs> that's a twenty four dollar dessert right there. So, anyways, so we. We get home, and like I think the next night, he sends me a picture of this donut he's about to eat. And it's a glazed donut. And there's a small portion where I guess he pressed his thumb or whatever, and some of the glazing kind of dripped into it. And, it was like, <laughs> and so I couldn't help myself. I mean, this again, this is my dad, yeah. right? And so he just sends me the picture of it. And I'm like, okay, he's trying to tease me. He gave me heck all, all night last night. I'm going to give him some heck. And I just sent him a, a text back. I can't remember what I said. It's something like, it's like, hey, the donut looks good, but I think I think someone forgot to wipe it off afterwards or something. Like, I can't remember <laughs> something like that. And and that was all I left it. But uh, <laughs> I, I still I still see that donut in my And they're so good. 
Oh, yes, they are. Yes, the donut they are. donuts are probably one of my favorite desserts. Yeah. That I yeah, out in North Carolina where we were at before I retired, they had a place called Ducks Donuts. Same, same type of place, you know. It's really good. Great donuts. They've been. The, have you been to Hertz yet? Though? Yeah, I've been there. Okay, yeah. so they, they like the the creativity that they make. Oh yeah, these aren't just your normal donuts. No, they I mean, they put. I've, you they get, you get some with like fruity pebbles on it. Yeah, that's and, so know, that's like. The Fruity Pebbles is called the Fred Flintstone. Yeah. They call it Fred Flintstone. They uh, they have one that they put blue icing mm-hmm. with, uh, on one side they put Oreo crumbles, and they put two eyes on the blue icing, and it's yeah. called the Cookie Monster. Yeah, it saw, looks like yeah, a Cookie Monster. Like, they get there. so yeah. creative with these. It's so oh, cool. cool. If you guys are in the DFW area and have not checked out Hertz Donuts and you like donuts, go check them out totally. And the nice thing is you can check them out at any time of day. Right. That I remember like three, four years ago I was talking with my buddy at like, I don't know, two in the morning, we were out partying and stuff. And as I looked at him, I said, you know what we could use right now? We could use someone to deliver us donuts. He's like, yeah, well, I don't want to wait till like th- for three hours. For right. Like, yeah, me either. But, and then all of a sudden, here's Hertz Donuts. Big light on it. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. So, all right. So a quick recap on the episode. Main things here, you know, definitely stretch or get some sort of acute pressure going. If you've done resistance training, drink plenty of water. Again, that should be a half a gallon, no less than that a day. And that should, that should be on the low end for you. Um, get plenty of sleep and then make sure again, reload your nutrition. If you're building muscle and even if you're not, you need to be getting plenty of protein. Mm -hmm. Now, whether you are or aren't will determine how much protein, but you've got to have enough protein to maintain the muscle mass that you have and you need more than that to grow uh and then carbs you know again the all hated carbs are literally going to be the key to growing muscle mass important as a protein yes it gives you the energy so everyone who's sitting there beating this no carb or low carb drum you know unless you are doing it for a very specific short-term reason like a photo shoot or a competition get off that train it is going nowhere fast i promise you so uh, and I will take any any feedback, any emails, any hate blast that you want to throw my way on that. I will I will stand tall and proud that you need to incorporate a healthy amount of carbs into your diet. Absolutely. So, all right, guys, we will catch you next time. And from the both of us, keep, keep crushing, crushing it. it. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners. So if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at fitnesslounge_podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at at fitnesslounge3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.